0: hello and welcome to today's episode of market talk we're d- uh, joined today by gary nunn who's the managing director of unox uk and also chris brazier who is the group event director at diversified communications welcome to you both good to good to see you um chris we'll we'll start with you um obviously everybody's well aware of the the challenges and the the issues that the hospitality sector has faced this year but you know you you come at it from the the exhibition side and um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the lack of support that's been given to to your particular industry this year. Um, you know, reflecting on what's gone on since March, how, how, how do you feel? Is it, you know, fury or
1: frustration or, or a mixture of both? <laughs> um, I think at times a mixture of both, but I'm not sure that really gets you anywhere. So I think frustration is probably um, the overriding feeling. Um, uh, and frustration, exactly as you say, for the, for the event industry. Um, especially because I think we very much feel like we can be part of the solution um, in terms of restarting the economy um, and putting, um, you know, great suppliers like 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 Gary and all the other, the, the great suppliers out there, putting them in front of really big buyers when the time is right and when it's safe to do so. so. So definitely there's frustration. And I think we also kind of look at it as very, you know, mostly very targeted, dedicated shows that we are... Part of that, we're part of those communities and we miss seeing those people and we miss being there while those relationships are forged and nurtured. So there is frustration for ourselves, but there's equally frustration for the suppliers and and, you know and, and certainly for the operators as well um and and even the people that run magazines and things like that so you know we are we are we're all in it together um and we all need to get out of it together as soon as we can
0: yeah sure and 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 gary i'm I'm guessing you would echo that because i know over the years you've you've obviously used exhibitions and trade shows as a way to market your products and meet with customers you haven't had that opportunity this year um
2: Uh, no i think that's valid and i think unfortunately for the whole industry we weren't really ready for virtual um so the early stages of exhibitions being virtual in my opinion didn't really give anything back to the manufacturers it was it was a bit of a let's stick a toe in the water i hope that that's going to move on we're certainly doing more and more virtual training and and videos and things like that which we've always been you know promoting the, the, the that side of things but from an exhibition point of view I, I, even with the virtual i don't think there's any real uh, alternative to actually, like Chris says, enjoying the day and getting there and checking the hand, hopefully safely, of, uh, of the people in the future, you know, it's, it's, it becomes an event rather than just an exhibition.
3: Absolutely Gary, um, I know that UNOX has kind of uh, expanded its uh, online training uh, provision this year, so what have you kind of had to put into place to get that up and running to, to train dealers and operators during this crazy time?
2: Well, again, with our guys working remotely, a lot of the distributors aren't in. So it's a case of just doing what we can. Um, I mean, certain, obviously, we're a global company, but certain places around we've put video studios in. And certainly the directive from Italy now is on the new premises, we've which we're, we're in the process of buying and building, There's there's got to be space left in there for a video marketing studio. So we'll be doing our own videos internal for the UK, which is quite exciting, really, because, you know, it's. Uh, the UK is a very, very buoyant marketplace and it'd be great to get actually making videos and then you can put whatever content you need to be in there. And and hopefully working alongside uh, exhibitions, we don't see, we're not going to go to exhibitions anymore, but certainly on the sales and training side and marketing side, then the videos are, are definitely going to go forward. Live, live videos with live chefs cooking and things like that are, are going to be coming certainly in 2021 anyway.
3: Jolly good. Uh, well fingers crossed that all goes well. Um, just coming back to you Chris, um, Gary mentioned there about virtual events uh, and that side of things. Is, is that something that Diversified is looking at? How do you see the virtual events uh, as compared to physical ones?
1: You know it's a, it's, a, it's a really good question, it's a really interesting dynamic that's kind of occurred. I think firstly you know it's certainly it, it's great that people are trying, it's not something in terms of the shows that I work on we've been trying because as gary says we don't think there is a substitute for face-to-face we you know we we think that there is that is the most effective route to market but i think it's really important to to differentiate between trade shows virtually and content virtually so what gary's talking about there is you know using what um using the, the the great products and the great people that they work with to to Keep a connection with their customers and that is completely valid and I think that's something that can work really really well online in terms of um, creating content and seminars and awards like you you guys have been doing in, in you know the, la- the last week you know things like that can work great I still think they work better face-to-face but I think you can absolutely um, create something that is um, valid and respected online my personal opinion is trade shows aren't there yet, virtually? That they're not. There's been a lot of talk. Even fourteen years ago, when I joined Diversified, there was talk that um, virtual trade shows were coming to take over. It hasn't happened because people would want to be face to face. They want to see there. I think even more so um, in hospitality and food. So with lunch and casual dining and commercial kitchen. Um, I don't, you know, it's sights and smells and tastes, um, as well as demonstrating, you know, great innovative bits of kit. And you just can't really do that online to the extent that you can do it in person. So fair play to anyone who's trying. Some of the other shows at Diversified have done brilliantly with with content and webinars and things like that. Um, But in terms of actual um, ways that exhibitors, are meeting operators and buyers. I don't think it's it's there yet. And I don't think it will be there. Certainly, I, I'm not sure it will ever be there, and it certainly won't there, be there before um, we get back to the business of meeting face-to-face and in, enjoying doing deals with each other.
0: And Chris, I know you've uh, you recently announced that um, your food service shows, so the casual dining show, commercial kitchen, lunch, um, you know, you fixed a date in the calendar for, for September 2021. Yeah. Um, you, I'm guessing you're feeling confident that you know you'll be in a position then to be able to run physical trade shows uh you know again, firstly. And, and and just secondly, um, have you got any shows that for other industries that will be taking place before then that will give you a chance to see, you know,
1: how things are post COVID? Um so yes, we've uh, we've we've made the, the decision to put lunch and casual dining and commercial kitchen um, to co-locate them at Excel on the 23rd and 24th of September we're incredibly confident and I think partly because we feel you know the news of the vaccine this uh, th- this week um, starting to be administered um, to Margaret and William Shakespeare and mm-hmm. um, and also uh, you know increasing testing things like that um, help us increase our confidence other things that help us really increase our confidence. Of course are things that that perhaps people outside of events might not know but we've had to run test events not us ourselves but as an industry Um, and they have been signed off and indeed completely commended by by the government Um, uh, and they have they happened all the way back in september and have now been been signed off so depending what the regulations are at the time i think trade show organizers particularly when you're involving your great ops teams and things like that they do know how to keep people safe Um, and, of course, following all, the, all of those rules, um, you know, gives us confidence and, of course, hopefully gives visitors and exhibitors confidence. I would genuinely say, with, without being overly soppy, the main, the, main, um, the main place I get my confidence from is from the visitors and the exhibitors because we're talking to them all the time and the support that we are getting from them is just exceptional. I think, like everyone um, over, the, over the past, you know, you absolutely do have down days. And to get an email from an operator or from from um, you know a supplier an exhibitor that tells you how much they miss doing trade shows and how much they miss face to face and those opportunities it can bring you know it really really spurs you on and I wish we could run shows sooner than, than September but it seems like the real sensible time to put um, those three shows together so that everyone can do business perhaps more so than ever before. Um, by having those three shows together. Um, it seems like the right thing to do moving forward and, um, and we're really excited and really confident. Sure,
0: okay, it's good to hear. Um, Gary, just to bring you back into the conversation, at the end of last year, I think it was, beginning of this year, there was, there was a change in the sort of ownership structure at UNOX UK. Um, I just, you know, given the timing of that, slightly ahead of obviously the, the pandemic and the lockdown, um, how, how has that sort of worked out for you over, over this year?
2: for me very well obviously um it's been challenging because obviously with the non-movement of people and uh, a lot of the italians they can't get across they've, they've been across in between the lockdowns um we've spent most of the time in, in all fairness integrating systems it systems uh, service systems lots and lots of training on the new systems for all our uh, all existing members of staff um Just planning, really, planning. We we had a meeting with our CEO early on who said, look, you know, don't expect this to be over shortly. Um, We were very fortunate in so much as being global. Obviously, as the Far East went in first, they came out first. And we had some massive multi-million pound orders from America just at at the end of December and also in June, which kept the factory really busy. So we produced all the way through. We didn't close the factory at all. Um, So that kept our supply lines. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to kid everybody. Yes, the the business tailed off. We do supply certain sectors that stayed open. So the spare parts, obviously, were were good. But um, the last few months have been very busy, to be honest. And and next year's order book is huge, really is. I mean, if you look back to this year, then I guess that's this year's business for next year. But uh, at the end of the day, it's it's, uh, an interesting situation. But mainly training, uh, recruiting new members of staff, um, looking for land. I've been busy looking for land to build the new head offices. Um, new members of staff. We have four new people already recruited that are going to join in January. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's all systems go January 1st for us, really. Um, new products coming online. We, we brought some, we did a, a COVID package. We reduced the prices for all the distributors. We brought some uh, lesser spec ovens in because we realized that people probably wouldn't have some money going going out of COVID. Because they've not earned anything during that period um, which has all been well received uh, and just lots of online training and, and like Chris said video content and, and just refreshing and keeping in the minds of the distributors as we went through lockdowns um, but yeah, hopefully we we'll, look we'll, like we can see some light at the end of the tunnel and let's uh, let's get ready for 2021 20, really
3: great stuff i love it gary and um, you said that there's going to be a, a new head office so where is yeah. that going to be based what kind of facilities we've
2: well, not finalized to... or signed on the land yet but somewhere local to where we are um we're looking at buying <laughs> a huge amount of land um the italian owners want to build so they want to buy the land and build which you know sounds very grandiose but then throws lots of of uh, problems my way because there's not much land to buy with building and planning application to build factories um but uh, no i think we're quite close to somewhere which is fairly local it's a huge site i mean they've got planning application for 10 units on it anyway um, so we, we want to build uh, we're going to buy the whole part of the land and build what we'll get the developers to build what we want so it's something open to italy so it's something along the lines of italy um and then we'll go from there really see what so what it brings so 2021 is going to be busy for me um obviously <laughs> dealing with that sort of thing as well as the handing over of the the sales side and and, and continuing running on and, and keeping all of the rain really. yeah
3: absolutely so there's going to be a big new uk base for Unox then. then yep. yep. excellent stuff And i think the
2: service service side is going to be expanded as well we've just got the amazon connect fitted in now so we're 20 seconds away from answering the phone and then it cascades back to somebody else, somebody else, and then over to Italy. So we should never lose a call. Um, but yeah, lots of exciting things planned. Um, we've got some new ovens coming out next year. We've got a new home, home range of ovens um, at the end of this year, start of next year now. Um, so that should be good. But yeah, all, uh, you know, interesting times, very interesting times. So.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, um innovation pipeline from the the italian headquarters is crazy you guys are always coming yeah. up with new ideas so has that at all been disrupted because of covid
2: uh, no they've been carrying on smart working in teams uh, normally the innovation team we have 42 in-house engineers as you know um but then they they work into split teams so we probably had teams of 10 and 15 working in groups uh during the, the the down period when they had the when everybody was locked away at home, they were working virtually and just sharing online. Um, but yeah, no, there's no no slowing down. Um, we brought some products forward. Um, we're uh, redeveloping some of the bigger ovens that we launched in September. I say we've got the the home ovens, the Ulnox uh, Casa coming out shortly um, for the home market. Uh, we have the multi-day, the hot vacuum machine, which has now arrived and we're playing with. So that'll be launched probably January February. And obviously, the speed for the accelerated cooking when it launched uh, sort of September time. Um, we're we're then updating that. We've got software updates which have been done online all the time. But it's, it's all yeah, very exciting, very, very exciting. Yeah.
0: Good, good, good to hear, Gary. And um, looking at the market as it stands at the moment, obviously, you guys supply into you know, multiple t- sectors in the UK. Where, where is the most buoyancy at the moment you know i know you do a lot in supermarkets and food to go and those kind of areas have they have they been holding up relatively speaking
2: yeah they are the, a lot of the projects that we had in the pipeline have been sort of backed off this year but they're looking like they're going to go and roll this next year anyway um breweries one or two of the smaller breweries are now looking i think generally it's, it's the lo- everybody really is looking for a different way of serving food whether that's click and collect or, or you know satellite kitchens I think there's quite a few of the high street people will probably close the sites. We were speaking with a big operator, and they'd uh, got a local site that was doing around thirty thousand a week, um, but they were they were bringing in 25,000 on click and collect and, and delivery. So there's no it makes no sense for them as an operator to keep that site open with all the rents and rates. So they'll just probably collate four or five sites and go to one kitchen. So I think we'll see more of that. There's, the marketplace has brought that way. They and with the Averio units, obviously been everybody wants that at the moment because it's an answer to a lot of those problems. Um, And I think also, I know you had uh, Andrew Fordyce on from IFSC, they've done a lot of work with the Averio in in those big kitchens that they're looking for. Because Again, serving people in a limited time with the safety restrictions we've got, it, it throws up all sorts of challenges. But the market I think is generally quite buoyant it's just that everybody's looking for smaller equipment, less expensive, and probably it's not so technological equipment because the the money's not there, and um, probably won't be until the back end of next year, really.
0: Yeah, sure, okay. And Chris, obviously, that's, that's yeah, pleasing for you to hear, I guess, that there's you know activity is returning to the to the marketplace, and and that all feeds into the the shows that you that you arrange. Um, so looking ahead for your plans next year, do you do you feel like you're going to be Planning the show in a different, different. Planning the shows in, in different ways to what you did previously because of what's um,
1: happened. I, I think there will be, you know, um, logistical things that we need that we all sort out, like every single business, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, and to make sure that that everything is safe and everything is as close to normal as possible. In terms of actually um, things being massively different, I, I, I'm not completely sure because, as Gary said, you know manufacturers and suppliers are still innovating they're still they're still doing things and and operators still want to see those innovations it's interesting this week we sent out for the first time um new products of the year um from all three shows so we kind of looked at it that the show hasn't been here this year unfortunately they're all postponed um so what can we do to help the the exhibitors and the visitors so we've simply emailed all of the exhibitors from all all three of the shows and ask them to send across any new products that they've that they, they've launched this year so the emails are going out to all of the database completely free of charge um, as a way of us saying thank you to the support for the support that we get from the, the, the incredible exhibitors and also from the from the buyers as a just a way of you know making sure that everyone is continuing to catch up with everyone and making sure that everyone knows that innovation is still happening Um, and it's been happening this year but hopefully next year we're going to have lots and lots of incredible innovations to show everyone um uh, at, at the shows at all three shows and putting them on at the same time is absolutely gonna um be a challenge but it's one that i'm really really looking forward to especially after having no trade shows this year yeah
3: yeah, I mean, obviously, Chris. Even before uh, COVID, uh, you guys were uh, making some changes to, say, commercial kitchen. You're relocating that to Excel. So now, with all the additional changes, um, do you feel that the format or the feel of the events are, are going to change at all, or is it going to keep what what we had before?
1: Well, I, I mean, f- firstly, by putting all three together for this for this year, I think we for next year, we're very much. You know hoping that that is the right thing to do at the right time when people really need to get out and celebrate hospitality as a whole and when people that perhaps uh, during quieter times might just find some extra business opportunities um even more than before i do think it's really important for us that we keep the three shows separate to a certain extent as well there will be separate entrances there will be separate marketing campaigns um because those shows are very targeted dedicated and focused on The sectors and on those communities that that were involved in creating those shows alongside us so i'm hoping there's going to be lots and lots of benefits i'm pretty confident about that um and i I, again i just can't wait to get get people back together and doing business having a bit of fun lots and lots of um you know incredible seminars it's such a testament to this industry that even when we were it, the, even when the pandemic was kicking in, we had 60, um, 60 speakers, all industry leaders, MDs and CEOs from the casual dining, uh, restaurant, pub and bar chains. And, you know, as, uh, as all this was just going, going you know, sadly crazy, not um, one of them phoned me or emailed me to say, is the show still going ahead? Hospitality needs, um, you know, will, not needs, will show the way will show that it's important to be out there and be face to face that's what their business is on a day-to-day basis and they do it brilliantly against you know such incredible um restrictions from the government and things like that and they're not giving up and neither are we and the suppliers and the exhibitors aren't giving up either so bring on september and um <laughs> and, and stay strong until then that's almost <laughs>
3: <laughs> good stuff i mean do do you see that if, if it does prove to be a success that these uh, co-located uh, shows uh, do really well the industry, is that something that you will continue uh, uh, in the future or is that uh, just a one-off?
1: I think, given the twists and turns that we've seen this, <laughs> this year, I think it would be foolish of me to, to say one way or the other. But what I will say is that it definitely seems the right thing to do now. The feedback from the exhibitors, indeed the visitors, on the announcement has been incredible, to the point where actually people were replying to the press release saying, I'd like to book a stand. So, um, you know, we've had new business um, in the past week for, across all three shows who now want to be part of what they see as this super event for hospitality. So that's, I mean, that's incredibly humbling and and and, and wonderful that people are seeing that opportunity um, seeing that opportunity already um, so yeah we're just going to completely focus on this and, and make it brilliant to answer your question which i'm really trying not to do um, to answer <laughs> your question what we will do is what we always do which is get this show done and continue to speak to the visitors um, the buyers um, and of course the exhibit the exhibitors gary's got my mobile i know he'll definitely tell me what he thinks <laughs>
0: Well, one thing you hopefully benefit from is just just plenty of pent up demand, which you know I think everybody is after a year of you know Zoom meetings and phone calls and so on. Everyone just wants to get back and you know see products in the flesh and shake hands and, and do business and you know and hopefully once the the full vaccine program is rolled out, we'll, we'll you know we'll all be in a position to do that, which is which is great. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just before we end, uh, just an, uh, a final word for you, Gary. Perhaps uh, obviously, there's there's all this Brexit the brexit talks going on at the moment um you know unox italian company you're here in the uk how much of a headache is that at the moment
2: no, we've not even thought about brexit we've been too <laughs> sorting out covid um no we 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 started uh, probably a year and a half ago with all the numbers and classifications and things so um i mean again Brexit is just one, we're sat in the UK thinking Brexit, but in the factory and head head office, they they have to do all this sort of thing with with countries all around the world. I mean, you can't imagine the amount of growth we've had in places like Iran. Um, Believe me, it's very difficult to get product into Iran. But, you know, we we, we face those challenges all around the world in different formats. So I don't think uh, Mr. Johnson and his uh, gang have got anything to to throw at us that we've probably not seen before in in a different guise. So. yeah very good point no it's good to hear
0: um okay well, we've, we've probably just reached time so um thank you very much to, to both of you um obviously good luck thank going you. in 2021 chris we look forward to being back at your shows um in september next year
1: look um, forward to having you with us thanks very, for the um, support
0: yeah. um so yeah thank you to you both and we'll be back next week uh with another episode of market talk